0: Welcome to this episode of Doxology Matters where we desire to help Christians think deeply about God's Word as we praise Him. I'm Jeff Mingy filling in for my good friend Keith McMinn for this special edition in which my aim is to offer you a word of encouragement. As we approach the end of 2020 and we begin to reflect on our successes and our failures of the year and begin to think about the new year, what has been the place of God's Word in 2020 in your life? I'm not asking you what the place you wish God's Word has held, but what really, in reality, what place has God's Word held in your life in 2020? One of the great benefits of this podcast in my life is that Keith and uh, Kevin and many of the other uh, hosts and and, and guests uh, help me, as the uh, tagline states, to think deeply about God's Word. Pastor Keith will often point us to Colossians chapter 3, verse 16. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Well, believer, as you approach the end of 2020, is that happening? Is the word of Christ dwelling in you richly? I want to offer you 10 practical encouragements to help you obey that command to let the word of Christ Dwell in you richly. Ten practical encouragements. Number one, pray the Bible. Pray the Bible. God's word is God's word to us. He is speaking to us. Well, what better response could we have to that than to trust it and to use it as a springboard to speak back to God? Donald Whitney, in his helpful little book, Praying the Bible, encourages Christians to turn to a psalm, read the psalm, and then pray about whatever comes to mind. So as you open up your Bible to Psalm 119 and you read, Blessed are those whose way is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord. You may be prompted to repent of your lack of walking in the law of the Lord or to thank God for his word in which you walk. Pray the Bible. Number two, read the Bible all the way through. Read the Bible all the way through. Sometimes we'll think that this is a project that we must begin in January, and by the time we get to March, we're so far behind in our Read the Bible Through in a Year plan that we just give up. Well, who cares when you start, and who cares when you finish? Read the Bible all the way through. It's October now, as I'm recording this episode, and you may not, probably wouldn't be able to read the whole Bible by the end of the year, but it's still a good time to start. Read the Bible all the way through. Number three, pick a book of the Bible and read it 20 times. Pick one book of the Bible and read it 20 times. What I encourage uh, Catalyst Church members to do is to grab a post-it note, a little sticky note, put it at the front of a book of the Bible. They can pick a book of the Bible that they want to learn, and then to read that book of the Bible all the way through. And every time they finish it, put a little check mark on that post-it note. By the time you get through reading that book 20 times you'll begin to understand the argument of the book and the point that the author is making. You'll begin to find that certain phrases from that book or that letter are saturating your mind so that as you go throughout your day, you'll begin to hear Paul speaking uh, those, those words to you. You'll begin to hear God use the Psalms that you've been reading uh, throughout your day. Pick a book of the Bible and read it 20 times. Number four. Memorize a paragraph. Memorize a paragraph of Scripture. Uh, Jesus in the Gospels clearly exemplifies and models uh, Scripture memorization for us. Not so much how to do it, but the benefits of doing it. We think about Jesus' interaction with the devil in the desert when he was tempted. Well, what did Jesus do? He quoted Scriptures. Now you can't quote scriptures you haven't memorized. So, believer, what would it look like for you to memorize a paragraph of scripture? Uh, perhaps you want to turn to one of uh Paul's letters, Ephesians, and go to chapter 2 and memorize that first paragraph which tells you both of the depth of your sin and the greatness of your savior. Memorize a paragraph of scripture. Number five, listen to an audio version. God, in his kindness, has given us a great gift in many of the technological advances. And I know that technology is used often for ill in our world. Social media is not often a friendly or kind place, but technology can be a great gift to the Christian. We ought to use it for our sanctification So listen to an audio version of the Bible. The other day, I had a drive to uh, Richmond. I had about an hour and a half drive. So before I left my driveway, I went to an audio version of the Bible. I'm preaching through the book of Revelation right now. I went to the book of Revelation and I began to play that audio version. Shortly before I got to Richmond, it, it concluded. I got to listen to the entire book of Revelation through that drive. So again, listen to an audio version of the Bible. Many Christians don't read their Bible simply because they don't like to read. Well, friends, don't let that be an excuse for not practicing the discipline of Bible intake. Number six, write one-sentence summaries of each chapter of a book. Pick a book of the Bible, begin to read your way through it, and to summarize the chapters in one-sentence summaries. One of my seminary professors had us do this um, early on in my, my master's degree, and I found it a great help and a great encouragement. Simply pick a book of the Bible, begin to read it through, and then think through what that chapter is saying. Summarize it into a sentence, and then write it down. At the end of that, you'll have a great summary of that book of the Bible. Number seven, read a narrative and think through your five senses. What would you see if you were in this passage? What would you hear? What would you smell, feel, or taste as you entered into the story? Number eight, write a copy of a book hand by hand, or uh, by hand, rather. Pick a book of the Bible and uh, pick up a pen and begin to write it down. Uh, Some of us are audio learners. Some of us are visual learners, learners, and some of us learn as we write. A pen and a blank piece of paper can be a great help to uh, encourage you as you let the Word of Christ dwell in you richly. Number nine, pick a subject or two and highlight verses throughout the Bible about that subject. This is an exercise that uh, Dr. Chuck Lawless taught me and has taught many others. Every year he will uh, purchase a brand new Bible and a couple of highlighters that are different colors. He picks two or three subjects that he wants to learn about that year, and as he reads God's Word, he simply highlights passages that speak to that subject. Well, friends, that's a great way to help you progress through God's Word. Number 10, write notes in the margin of your Bible that you can pass on to your kids or your grandkids. Write notes in the margin of your Bible that you can pass on to your kids or your grandkids. I would encourage you to purchase an edition of the Bible that you enjoy reading. For me, I have found that the English Standard Version reader's copy is a wonderful book that I enjoy the feel of it. I enjoy the, how the, the, um, the, the cover feels in my hands. The pages don't feel thin or flimsy or fragile. And so I, I've purchased a copy of that, and I'm beginning to read through it and just take notes in the margin. My intention with those notes is to pass them on to my boys. What greater gift could you give to your kids or your grandkids than a copy of God's Word with your notes in the margin of how God spoke to you in that passage? Friends, we are approaching the end of 2020, and there are many voices speaking into our world and into our worldview and into our minds and emotions these days. What voice is more important than God's voice? What voice do you long to hear more than God's word? Colossians chapter 3, Paul again commands and encourages us to let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. So believer, pick up a Bible and start reading.